Welcome to Behind the Case, an ACG Case Records Journal podcast, brought to you by the American College of Gastroenterology. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Roberto Simons Linares, Editor-in-Chief of the ACG Case Reports Journal and a GI Fellow at the Cleveland Clinic. I would like to welcome our guest today, Dr. Tosa Paul Kersiri Chayret, who is the author of a trainee-focused editorial published in our journal. He's currently an advanced endoscopist and a clinical associate professor at Geisinger Medical Center. And when he was a fellow two years ago, he was also an associate editor in our journal and wrote a nice editorial that we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Toss, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Roberto, and hello, everyone. Well, Toss' article is entitled The Interview Process for Gastroenterology Fellowship. So this is a really good time, don't you think so, Toss, to talk about this topic? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we're in the middle of the interview process. So, Toss, could you please briefly summarize the topic of your editorial for the audience? Sure. So this idea started when I was a second year fellow, uh, entering my third year fellow. And then when mm-hmm. I become the associate editor for okay. the ACTKS reports, uh, I was informed that the journal would like to get some article mm-hmm. for the trainees interested in the GI field, especially for the preparation for the interview process. And at that time, I think it's similar to any job application. What I suggested at that time was an early start with a well-prepared strategies for the interview process. We'll provide a competitive applicant, mm-hmm. a successful match to the GA field. Great. Yeah, so and when I read your editorial, I, I thought it was very interesting. And as you mentioned, you know, GI fellowship is, is one of the most competitive fellowship. Do you think that's still true? Do you think it's still... Yeah, I think it remains very true nowadays. So I would base on the NRMP 2019 result. And that's what we know that we have like about 13 fellowship programs. And I would exclude some other advanced fellowship, including adult congenital heart disease, clinical cardiac EP, and interventional pulmonary. If you remove these fellowship programs, actually GI is the most competitive fellowship that you can go to. So wow. actually the unmatched percent is one of the highest, which is about 35%. Wow. And this is after, yeah, so this is after the pulmonary and critical care that um, 25% will be unmatched. So that's first evidence. The second evidence is GI actually has the lowest percentage of matching as a first choice. Only 33% of GI applicants will match at their first choice. Some other program, um, including the pulmonary critical care, about 36% match at their first choice, and 37% for cardiology, almost 38% for hematology and cardiology. With this number, and that's why I think it is the most competitive uh, fellowship program to date. Wow, that's really good data and evidence that you're letting us know, Toss. Actually, so, so 35% is like the magic number. 35% people yeah. don't match because the matching rate is 65%, right? And then only 35% of people match to their first choice, which is really low. Correct. Well, so it yes, clearly correct. still holds through that this is a very competitive or the most competitive fellowship. So now in your editorial, and I will encourage the audience to go to our journal's website and look for Toss uh, editorial. It's really well written. And he, he mentions really good 
points. And what do you think, Toss, is the most important factor for the interview process? Sure. So I would have to say that by the time that I was asked to write this article, I <laughs> have very limited data. So at that time, I used NRMP data from the residency matching program. Mm -hmm. And since then, I would say we have more evidence here. So the most important article that I can find is called the 2016 NRMP Program Director Survey Specialties Matching Service. So this is the first time ever that they interviewed each program director for each subspecialty. For the GI field, they interviewed 151 program directors and mm. about 36% replied the survey. So what they said in that survey is, what are the factors that the program director is gonna invite you for the interviews? The full score is five, and I would pick only the score that has more than four and a half. Okay. That includes number one, letters of recommendation from the GI fellowship specialty. Okay. Number two, residency performance as per the program director letter. Number three, evidence of the professionalism and ethics. And the last one is the visa and also the failed attempts in the USMLD at any point. These are the main factors when and how you're gonna be offered the interview. Those are really important points, yeah. important information. And the top top are the letters of recommendations and mm -hmm. also the performance as per the letter of recommendation, which I find interesting. Correct. So the top two are letters. And then of course, the other three that you mentioned, ethics, which will probably be reflected in the letters as well. How is your yeah. you know ethical uh, behavior? And then the others are the steps the usmle steps and mm -hmm. what else was the other one i think I, i'm missing it is, it's a visa status visa uh, so step. these are the yeah these are the factors like whether or not they're gonna invite you for the interview they have another section that mentioned about what are the factors that the program gonna rank the applicants to the match and this is very interesting to me mm -hmm. so i would say the highest uh, factors including number one mm -hmm. interactions with the faculty during interview and visit Number mm. two, interpersonal skills. Number three, interactions with the house staff during interview. And also the perceived commitment to the specialty, mm -hmm. feedback from current fellows, evidence of professionalism and ethics, and whether or not the applicants have been flagged with a match violation by the NRMP. And again, any failed attempts of the USMLE. Wow. You can see that almost all of them <laughs> they can rank you only during the interview. So the, interview the factors that Taz is mentioning now are the ones associated with ranking you high, ranking you to match, yeah. and they're all subjective. It depends on your performance in the interview day. So pretty much all the interaction with faculty, fellows, how do you behave during the interview? What's your commitment? How do you let them know or, or show your enthusiasm for the GI fellowship? Those are really interesting points, Toss. I agree with you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, no, and great. thanks to the NRMP. They <laughs> come up with a very, very good review and, and the survey and the report that I think it is very useful for yeah. people who are interested in the GI field. Yeah. Now, in your editorial, you mentioned these three key steps to get offers and to do well in the interview process. So what are those three key steps to us, if you don't mind explaining the audience, please? Definitely. First one is the preparation. The second one is the interview. And the third one is actually the post-interview. And as you can recall, the information that I got from the NRMP Program Director Survey, one of that is what they call the perceived commitment to specialty. 
So I think this step start very early during your residency or even medical school that you have to show your interest in the field of the GI. Then when you have an offer for the interview, I think a few things that you can do at this point. Okay. You have to reply the offer and the email on a very timely manner because you can secure your slot and also it reflects a lot of things, especially your work ethics. And also, I suggest that because you're gonna have a lot of interview offers, you should have the electronic files for each program that you're gonna put the itinerary on, any particular field of research of that program, and who you want to talk to during your visit. Those are the key things that I would start with the files in your computer so that you can review after that. And also, which program can offer you a specific IBD interest, advanced endoscopy, functional bowel, or hepatology. And these can help you a lot during the interview process. Great. No, I agree. And whether you have an interest or not, this particular interest like, you know, IBD or motility, you know, if you look into the programs that offer those, I'm sure they're going to be delighted to explain you and, you know, to share their experience training fellows in those subspecialties. So I agree. I, I think preparing is never a bad thing. It's always a good thing. It's always a positive thing to, to do some research about the programs and kind of take some notes of what they offer. And from there, you can get your questions as well. You will probably be curious about what type of IBD program they have. Do they have a sub-fellowship for that? Now, Toss, I got very interested also in your editorial in the mm -hmm. interview, in the second step that is the actual interview when you when you get yeah. there you also subdivided that into another three key factors and you right. and you and you mentioned that in the editorial can you explain to the audience please what are those three yeah factors? sure so like what i said that the interview is a very critical step here the program want to learn about you and you also want to learn about the program right mm -hmm. so be yourself during the interview be timely, professional, enthusiastic, and also attentive to anything around you on the same day. What interests me about these three factors never change, uh, even with the NRMP general residency program or even the GI program. The first factor is actually the interactions with the faculty during interview and visit. The second one, uh, interpersonal skills. And the third one is the interactions with the house staff during the interview and visit. No, I totally agree. You guys that are applying, be yourself, interact with the faculty, with the fellows, with the house staff. That's really, really important, you know. Let me ask you okay. a, a question that I get asked a lot. Do you recommend, you know, the applicants that they let the interviewers during the interview know that they have a particular interest like, oh, I really want to do advanced endoscopy or I really want to focus on IBD. Is that a good thing, a bad thing, matter, doesn't matter? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I got asked a lot from my junior residents, from my junior fellows over the years. Mm -hmm. And what I usually tell them is just be honest and be yourself. If you have a particular interest, I would suggest to say that clearly. I even offer to search who you want to talk to during your interview. Let's say when I was interviewing for my general GI fellowship, I said that I'm interested in pancreatic cancer and pancreatitis. Mm -hmm. And this is a faculty that I want to talk to. That reflects a lot of things, right? Yeah, you know no, that, absolutely. You know the program and the program know you that you search the program well and well enough to the point that you have particular person that you want to talk to. So if you have that interest, that's great. If you're not, I would say keep your doors open and it doesn't hurt at all. 
I concur, I agree with us totally on if you really have an interest, no better than the truth to actually tell him, yeah, I really want to do IBD. I was actually quickly, mm -hmm. I was advised, I'm the incoming advanced fellow here mm -hmm. at our hospital, but when I was, uh, you know, I decided to do advance very early in my career, so I was advised mm -hmm. to do not say it. Like they said, no, you know, if you are too focused, that might be a negative thing. But mm -hmm. when I went into the interviews, I just didn't realize, I was just saying it. I said, well, maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't be that enthusiastic on, uh, on that. Like, I want to do advanced. But actually, you know, by the second interview, I was like, you know what? It's the truth. That's what I want to do. And I'm just going to pursue my, you know, my passion, my goal. And it worked out well, mm -hmm. you know. So I think I agree. You have to be really honest on what you want to do. If you have a particular interest, just say it. If not, just keep it open. Now, do you find programs that will ask you, like unusual questions such as you know knowledge-based questions like quiz you mm -hmm. or or a personal question you know like are you planning to have kids during fellowship or any other unusual questions do you find that during your interview trail toss yeah luckily i find myself like rarely get into that situation or get into those questions <laughs> okay um i would say yeah so they didn't ask me about like my plans about kids or my plan about like life after fellowship or even like the mm -hmm. knowledge base i can't recall anyone asked me about the knowledge base question like at all yeah me neither i don't think anybody really asked me now here's a really really good one uh for you toss what was the most challenging question that you encountered that you can remember? This uh, still stick in my mind. Um, so one <laughs> of the interviewers asked me, how many papers I'm going to publish if I were to go to the program? Wow, that's a very challenging yeah. question. What yeah. do you answer? <laughs> yeah, so I would say like, you have to be honest and you have to be yourself. So my answer was like very honest. I said that it depends on the type of the projects, if they are related, I think yeah. I can put out more. But if one is pancreas, the other one is IBD, the other one is hepatology, I'm not going to do a lot more, right? Yeah. And then I, I think they can feel the honesty in your, in your answers. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps um, a lot during my yeah, interview too. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. Well, now, what do you find in your own experience that was the most challenging part not question but like during the interview trail like you know during the interview mm -hmm. process what was the most challenging part was it like getting interviews or traveling or was it like after mm -hmm. you were done the ranking list what was the most challenging yeah sure i think the most challenging part is actually the time management to go for the interviews and i think that mm -hmm. that remains true for almost all the applicants mm -hmm. so i find myself a little bit lucky again that i came from quite a large program uh, at the university of michigan at the time mm -hmm. there are seven of us and we are willing to help each other all the time so if i have to fly for my interview then my friend will cover my service then we do Got this it. back and forth for many months so I, I find that is actually very, very impressive and very memorable uh, time period. <laughs> yeah, no, you, absolutely. Your friends help you, you help your friends. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I actually think also that actually one of my co-fellows was saying when we were talking about this topic is that the time management and physical exhaustion, because you are still resting, you're doing calls and showing up for interview mm -hmm. next day, post-call, flying, you know, so sometimes poor sleep. So I think time management, it's really, really challenging during this time. I agree. What I find interesting is program will know you even before you step into the building. I don't know if you have this experience, but the program knows like everyone quite well already. 
by the time you interview, they already talk to your mentors, they already talk to your GI fellowship program at your institution, your residency program director, yeah. or even associate program director. And I would say that soothes things out that most of the time when you step into your interview, it's not going to be a lot of like challenge. Mm -hmm. They know you even, even before you get into the program. CI society is somewhat big, but it's small enough to the point that we know each other quite well. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's a small society that we all know each other. To kind of summarize this episode, what will be the take-home point for the audience, for all those trainees and applicants that are applying for GI fellowship or also for any fellowship or residency, you know? Again, I can't emphasize enough that the early start such that you declare your commitment to the GI field early during your medical school or residency, research a program in details, be organized, try to be yourself, be honest, and with a good follow-up with a post-interview process. Those are the main factors that you should follow for any interview or any job application. And these process and these suggestions will provide a competitive applicant a successful match to anything including GI and I couldn't agree more with you tell them all your goals and your be enthusiastic but be honest if you have an interest in a specialty say it it's always good to do some research about the program inform yourself prepare some questions and try to meet particular experts in that hospital Thus, finally, I always like to ask a non-medical question to get to know our guests a little better. So, Tos, tell sure. us something about you that most people don't know. Most people don't know about the fact that I will be an uncle to a twin girls at the end of the October. Wow. So, um, I'm so excited for that. That's amazing. Congratulations, Tos. Very, Thank like, you. So happy for you. That's amazing. Twins. So you're going to Thailand. Twins, huh? yeah. Back home. Yep, I'm going to be in Thailand in the end of October, yes. That's amazing, congrats Tos. And thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much to the audience. We hope this podcast was very useful for you. And see you uh, next time. 